Hello, and welcome to 26 and Under. This is your host, Matt. Uh, joined with me after this long period of not recording is Rob. Hello. And Henry. This long period of life. Yeah, <laughs> uh, some of us may have died. Only uh, a couple. Only a couple people died. Yeah, I was one of them. Yeah. It was miserable. Well, uh, as you can as you can see, uh, Robert is not here today. He had... Yes. There's a question. Okay. How can they see? As you can hear, as you can Robert hear. isn't going to be joining us this week <laughs> yeah, as he, he had other obligations. He had uh, some overtime show, uh, mandatory overtime come in, so he had to you. do it. Um, so, this week we uh, watched Star Driver, which uh, was not what we had planned to watch at the end of the last episode. <laughs> um but as is as is tradition, it seems with when I pick something, <laughs> the thing I picked that I checked four different that I checked the source that always tells me correct information was wrong. Um, so instead of watching Godonner, we watched uh, Star Driver, um, which is which was an anime from 2010 mm-hmm. um, by Studio Bones. Uh, notably, the almost the entire a- animation studio or animation team behind this was either involved in Cowboy Bebop, um, Auraka Seven, or there was another one that they were all involved into. So, like the pedigree was high onto this uh, mecha anime going into it, and uh, let's just get right into uh impressions with everybody let's start with uh rob huh i was thoroughly entertained and invested throughout the entire show um the characters pulled me in right away the plot is crazy it it, yeah standard fare for mecha anime yeah this is out there and absurd uh the mecha designs are sweet (laughs) so gorgeous absolutely this the the mecha designs in this were what it got me excited for Darling and the Franks when I saw its mecha designs because they were designed by the same person. Okay, that kind of answers one of my questions. Okay, cool. Was it was it why did these look like uh the Darling? Did and the Studio Bones also do Darling? And the Franks? No, they did not. That but, was my question. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, so you you had generally favorable opinions on that? Yes. Okay, Henry. Matt, this shows a lot of character interaction. Yes. I'm all about it. Okay. <laughs> Sad, sadly, I really crammed in these episodes. Yeah. So when I have more of a looser schedule, I'm going to have to rewatch this again. When I can give it more attention. That That's fair. Um, there's two things that everybody should know about me whenever I like a thing. It is, it's heavy on characters and character interactions. And so and many characters. It's usually absurd in a good or bad way or it's the most tame like slow burn show you could ever watch <laughs> this is not a slow burn no it's not <laughs> so, so when you pick it's either going to be bombastic or just or it can, it can literally be anywhere in the spectrum yeah, you, <laughs> you don't you can't predict where i want to go because i don't even know what i'm going to pick till like the day an of. hour yeah. before i'm picking like 
This was this was def. I was like sitting there for a while, going, "I think I'm just gonna pick Star Driver," and then I was like, "Well, let's try to find a hot blooded mecha anime, not Star Driver, because Star Driver's not really a hot blooded no. mecha anime like Gurren Lagann, Get a Robo, Mazinger. This is just this is more of like what you see from modern mecha anime, where it's a lot more based around." Uh, teenagers and kind of doing more along the lines of the uh i think one of the good ways is like it's a good like soap opera mecca which is really nice mm-hmm. yeah that that's a good that's a good one especially with all the unrequited love oh yeah yeah <laughs> what no <laughs> okay so uh, if you if you couldn't tell from me, my first impression was I love this show. I loved it when it was airing. I like it now. I love it now. Um, and rewatching it, I was just like, yeah, this is great. And then there was a moment uh, where Rob was where Rob asked me, uh, "Hey, is there any episodes that I could skip to like catch up faster?" Because he was a little bit behind uh, last week, and I, and I was like. That that's impossible to skip. <laughs> some oh, no. of these episodes. I figured out which episode you said it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you were like, "Yeah, I could skip this one." Yeah, it's like, "Oh, this one was the skippable one." Oh well. Now, yeah, now that you're like two thirds of the way through. <laughs> yeah, because like, and and the funny thing is, is like the series is paced where it's uh, like the I would say the first twelve episodes. You could kind of skip like a few, like five or six of those episodes, and still have a grasp as to what's going on. Yes, because well, it just, it kind of has the the monster the the mech of the week yeah. kind of feel. It strings its story throughout all of those very beautifully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so let's get on to characters, and then we'll get back to talking about like the all plot right. and everything. Pull so, these characters back up. So. Uh, we're going to talk about three characters, and then we're going to talk th- about the evil group as a general conglomerate, and we can talk about like characters we liked, characters we don't care about of that group, but we'll start with our f- our main three, which is uh, Tsunashi Takdo. Uh, Rob. Wait, Matt, you don't want to talk about all 40 named characters in this show? No. Are there that <laughs> many <laughs> names? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> So there's yeah. so and half of them have or more way more than half of them. Most of them have uh two names. Yeah. Yep. So there's everybody in Kiriboshi, which half is half of them. <laughs> half of them have two names. Yeah. More than way more than, than half. half. Yeah, so there's everybody in Kiriboshi, then there's uh Wako's friend, then there's Sin- then there's Talk there's, there's friend. seven characters who <laughs> don't have two names. Then yeah. there's the vice president and the president, then there's the teacher and then there's uh, the principal, and then there's the guy that owns the store, and then that's it for non <laughs> for characters. Ah, uh, yeah, our main character Takedo Tsushin. Yes, Takedo Tsunashi. Yeah. Uh, is the Ginga Bishonen? Uh, yes, he is the Ginga Bishonen, which is. Translated to Galactic Pretty Boy, and for some yeah. reason, the the localization team behind this were too big of cowards to constantly call him the Galactic <laughs> Pretty Boy, and it pisses me off. I, I was very curious if Gingo was a translation or if it was uh, supposed to be a 
Japan is a because uh, he's a redhead. Yeah. So I thought it was the ginger Bishonen. No. Oh no. No. He is. He the, is the galactic pretty boy. He for is sure. The, he is the galactic pretty boy. And so when he does his transformation sequence, he is startling or the. Uh, it's a hundred percent a tuxedo yeah. mask entrance. Oh yeah, it's oh. supposed to be. It's supposed to be a magical girl entrance on a dude piloting a mech. This thing is fucking great. Ah, it's beautiful. <laughs> uh, but he shows up on the island to find his go dad. to school, find his dad, be the main character. Be the main He's character. Such a crazy character just from the start. Oh, yeah. uh, he he tried to swim to the island because he missed a ferry. Oh, he's, Even he got there. Though he uh, <laughs> could have taken the next ferry in like 10 minutes. No. Uh, but he washes, the, he washes up on the shore and gets saved by the other two people in the uh, main yeah. trio. And he just keeps getting more bombastic from there. Like, he's he, fun. He's attentive. He's great. Mm-hmm. Henry? I mean... Nothing's greater than watching him just <laughs> go through all of this with great style and flair. <laughs> and suaveness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't skip a beat. Uh, so I do appreciate that uh, he was the, the super stylized like Magical Girl transformation for this show because it's very typical in the genre for it to not be a male character. Oh, yeah. So it was a neat, it was a neat twist. Um, that, I think that was one of the things that they were going for when they created this was they wanted to do so like this does a bunch of things differently from a lot of things so this is a series that is sold for male audiences right but the main love triangle is two guys and one girl as opposed to normally where it's two females and yeah two females over one guy over one guy um also the transformation sequence is a dude literally going shirtless for a second so that he can pop on this this oh, like man. dandy ass ja- just amazing <laughs> like captain's <laughs> yeah. uniform changes just like put put a little bit of yellow in in the front of his hair <laughs> um but his voice actor which i'm this is going to be one that i or he's what this anytime you hear this voice actor i'm probably going to talk about him uh you would pr- most of you guys probably wouldn't recognize him because you watched Death Note in English. This mm-hmm. is the voice actor for Light Yagami in Japanese. Ooh, interesting! And mm. he does a lot of different roles, and his voice is very unique. Where okay, you, you, you can you can always hear him, and he always likes to like splice in English when he talks. <laughs> so like when when he in the first episode, which is the best one, where he gets his catchphrase, "It's a pinch." <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, he likes to do little, little, uh, voice, voice lines like that, where he gets to speak in English because I believe he's actually fluent in English too. Um, but other than that, like this character's hilarious to watch. He's great. He's a great main character for a mecha anime, though. He is a very big difference from like the the other two characters other two characters and just mecha main characters in general where most of the time they're whiny or they're whiny stoic or they're extremely bombastic and angry yeah he was never (laughs) 
Never angry. I mean, you just named all three Ava pilots, so. Shh. <laughs> 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 uh, they did give him. They did actually play the love triangle really well with him, and actually like tone down his activity when. Oh yeah. The other pair were uh, yeah doing their thing, which was good. I'll have to. I have more conversation on that later. So. Let us get into our second character. Uh, Henry, let's talk about Wako. At Wako? Yeah. The adorable little princess? Yeah. That eats everything? <laughs> everything. Uh, and has very lewd fantasies. Oh, I mean. <laughs> don't we all? Let's be real. Let's be real let's here. Let's be real. When you have uh, when you have those two specimens of... Uh, <laughs> of, of men, of to men to falling to... for you? Yeah. I would too. I mean, let's be real. And they and they get and they get that close to each other and they're talking about stuff oh, like man. that. That was great comedic <laughs> punch. Any t- every time it came up, but uh, no, she was great. She's a great uh, personality to see because it typically interacted differently with both male characters, which was neat. You can really see the struggle that she had to go through every time they were both there. But uh, I have more to talk about that later. Okay, <laughs> uh, Rob. Uh, I really liked Wako. Uh, she made for a great comedic timing, and she made for a good heart for the trio because she was—I mean—they're the the leader, the lancer, and the chick. That's what that trio is, and yeah. she does a really. She was played up as a really great character to be the chick, even though normally the chick is always a girl, but. I don't know. I think they did a really good job of not making her the stereotypical chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So actually what this is, I think what her character, I, again, I don't know a whole lot. I haven't done a lot of research onto this into like what they decided to do, but her character actually feels like the main character of a shoujo manga or shoujo anime where, uh, she's very much, she, it like, she's, it's weird to, it's, it's a hard, like, point to make because i don't know how to describe shoujo um main character shoujo by the way i don't think we've actually used that term in this i don't um, know what that term is so shoujo- matt what's our anime word of the day <laughs> <laughs> so anime word of the day uh shoujo is a demographic mainly written for female audiences so it's the antithesis to the shonen gotcha demographic where Shonen is written for young male audiences, Shoujo is written for young female audiences. So she would be very, she's very similar to like a main character from one of those, as opposed to the main love interest from a Shonen series, where the main interest for a Shonen series is usually like more about their sexual personification and like typically comes down to looks and sometimes they're the the comedic bone yeah for the show but like she had she's actually got like a lot of character around her like she's not in me she's not the most striking character in this series no we already talked about the most striking character in the series i meant female character okay <laughs> look 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 every time we watch a Kirabo every time the Kiraboshi were having a meeting they like to oh, yeah. extenuate a different camera angle on every one of the uh, characters that, that were really, head. That was still really well done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Wako's a really good love interest, and it's really nice to see her kind of 
see her waffling between the two as to which one she likes. Yep. Because it's like, it's never actually just upright said, oh, she's going to, she likes Tocto and doesn't care as much about. Uh, Sugata. Sugata. Yeah. Sugata. Next character. Yeah. Uh, the next character. Um, speaking of him, uh, fuck, I don't actually remember his <laughs> Jeez. Way to go, Matt. Uh, Sugata Shindo. Yeah, there we go. Sugata. Um, so, Rob, let's talk about Sugata, the blue one. <clears throat> they were blue, yellow, yeah, and red. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Shh. Uh, Sugata is basically the opposite of a Takuro and like he's he's always laid back, chill, calm. Uh, he and Wako are engaged at the start of the series. Yep, through the whole series, through the whole series. Uh, and the the trio end up forming like this power trio friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he seems like the least focused of the three. So honestly. He is very much in the character of, I will do what I need to do, basically. So he he slots into wherever his immediate friends need him to be, which plays into the the love relationship really interestingly. He the best explanation for his character is a thing that they say I think four or five times in the series is he's very good at playing the part he needs to playing play. the role he's been given. Yep. Yeah, he says that. A few times. Mm-hmm. Most most uh, <laughs> most point poignantly in the the last episode. Yeah, yeah, that's where it really drives home. I think. But um, he's a very good rival character. Rival character. Yeah, heavy heavy air quotes. Where because uh, that's that's what he should be, right? Yeah, yeah. That that is the role he would play in a normal. Yeah. Exactly. One. He he would have had a mech. At, he would have actually gotten in a mech if it wasn't for the fact that his mech was the end game. Yeah. <laughs> he, like <laughs> when when you when your secondary rider is the final boss of <laughs> yeah. the common rider yeah. series. <laughs> um. So that's our effective three main characters. Was there anything else you wanted to say on uh, Sugata before we go, Henry? No, or? almost out. okay. So now we're going to talk about Kiriboshi, or the Order of the Cross, um, which is our villains. Our... Kiriboshi. They're a villain, yeah. Our, like, 20 billion (laughs) villains that some of them are episode... uh, Some of them show up in an episode and then, like, are background characters for the rest, and then some of them are literally... Major players for every episode. (laughs) Yeah, literally in every episode. Like, Banker, Mrs. Watanabe. No, that uh, she was president. Banker was yeah. the uh, was the kendo kid that worked for her. Uh, it was banker. She was president because it was president, then secretary, then banker. Uh, what was his name? I remember <laughs> those names are all over the place. Yeah, uh, and then we had filament, which was uh, Scarlet Kiss. And did they ever actually name the other two? Off of their nicknames, I only remember Scarlet Kiss because uh, the first one, his mech was Oliphist. Yeah, I, their their mechs are Oliphist and the bull. Yeah, the, uh, no, I know Oliphist, but the other one was the motorcycle. Oliphist is the motorcycle. No, Oliphist is the bull. Because the first episode was the bull, the second episode was a motorcycle. 
Boxer had the ball. Boxer was first episode. Boxer was first episode. <laughs> Boxer was first episode and then got to job twice. <laughs> and run in his room on his treadmill for most of the rest of the series. Um. So they are. So our villains are the Kiraboshi, and their whole goal is effectively to be able to use their mechs outside of frozen time and this space dimension that they can that they have to fight with their mechs in. Yeah, all the mechs are contained to this weird dimension outside of time. Yeah, it's a zero time. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh, but ultimate synopsis of the story is. They need to break the seals of the four Shrine Maidens, and then they get to use these Psy bodies, these mechs, to control the world. Yeah. Which they effectively already do with some of the characters that they have there, but... Matt, they control the island. It's not the world. Uh, President controls the stock market. <laughs> I don't know that she controls the stock market so much as just plays it really, really, really well. Yeah, she yeah. does. Um, but, so we have, this has a bunch of characters, it's got six brigades, right? I don't remember. Seven? Seven? Is it seven? It might be seven brigades. Each one with their own special head. Only one of those heads is actually male. Which is head. Yeah. Um. And also, secretly revealed to be personnel's. Yeah. Twice. Yep. Um, so we, let, let's go through, or how do we want to handle talking about the villains? Do we just want to talk about, like, favorites, or how, how do we want to do this? Do we want to talk about Tocto's dad as an actual section? Because all I thought of was... I think was, that's part of the plot. Okay. Uh, is, yeah. kind of, so, President and, so of the, uh, so Head, President, and... Ivron, uh, Ivron. That's why I couldn't remember that one. She has the most absurd name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Head President Ivron are the only ones who actually become really important throughout the series. I don't know. Scarlet Kiss gets Scarlet Kiss gets some fair chunk of screen time. Yeah. But she's not. She's not as central to the plot as the other three are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, my favorite was President. Uh, and the, like, the entire time throughout the entire series, I'm sitting there thinking she's not as evil as she seems. As Oh, that, that, that's way different from when I was first watching it. Because I was just sitting there going, man, she's just here to be like <laughs> And be like the, be, be the, uh, the Jap, like what all the Japanese uh, young kids would get be would be interested in, which is a very flirtatious, rich woman that doesn't that doesn't care about no the like Japanese thing where she's like, hey, you want to kiss through the glass? Like the thing, the the very horny teenager, as opposed yeah. to the other teenagers that are also very horny, but in are able to hold back their horny. <laughs> That, that's one of the things I would like to point out. Every teenager in the series, and then the nurse, are, are super horny. Yes, extremely horny. Yeah, this whole 
<laughs> Matt, the driving force of these side bodies is, is called the libido. libido. Is there a libido? Yes, I know. This is not. I, I was not ready for that. No, no. Uh, we we're ready for the just the. We're just gonna go straight for it. Yep. Yeah. A lot of a lot of uh, mecha anime of recent years has decided that libido is much easier is a much easier way to drive mecha than uh, you know, fighting spirit or getter rays or any or spiral power or however whatever else you want to go it's easier to just go sex cells sex drives these uh <laughs> teenagers to do what they want to do which is true it's it honestly makes a lot of sense when you've got teenagers driving mechs what makes the mechs go oh well teenagers think about like three things all the time yep <laughs> teenagers have tons of hormones Surprise. Let's right. go with this. So let's let's get into this plot then. Let us let us get into this plot because we're not really moving along on characters too much wanting to There's one other character that was oh. worth mentioning, Mizuno. Yeah. The Western Shrine. Oh maiden, yeah. Oh yeah. Who's actually my favorite character in the series. Ah, uh, you like the you like the very spunky Genki girl, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. The extremely yeah, yeah. happy a uh, weird girl that just is running around and decides to jump on the bus because the bus stops right outside of her house. <laughs> her window's right. I, I feel like she got that idea from Takano. No, no, she got that idea from the vice president, the fox. She saw the fox oh. on the... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And she's like, oh, that looks cool. And then when she was sitting in her room with her twin sister, she jumps on. Twin sister. Yeah, twin sister, quote quote unquote. Um, but yeah, she's a great character too. She was a very good driving point for the plot, for her arc, because mm-hmm. we kind of move through, we move through three arcs effectively, right? We have yeah, the, effectively. we have the first arc, which is, um, right after the North Maiden gets taken out, where the North Maiden is telling her story and singing her song. And then we move to the second arc, which is Mizuno, where Mizuno gets to sing her song. Then we move to the third arc, where we get to hear the other two songs, like, twice. And then we never hear songs again. <laughs> which made yeah. me sad. because we hear, I, we hear Wako's song a few times before that, though. Yeah. But, like, she, her song but, yeah, is like, used as the readying the mech moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, three or four times. And so is... Uh, and... and uh, the East Shrine Maiden is only used once, if I remember right, for the readying the shrine for readying the robot. I don't know. I know that they sing, she sings like three times in the series. The one time when she she's walked into the karaoke bar. The one time when she sings when the mechs are launching, and then there's a third time that I can't remember off the top. Was she singing the same song in the yep. karaoke bar? Yep. Hmm. Each of the girls effectively sings one song they know they probably sing more than that but like in the show in the show if they, they only are ever singing sing... they are singing their one song interesting i didn't catch on that it was uh hmm. yeah that should have given that away way sooner than it did yeah um so uh did you have anything you wanted to say about the west shrine maiden uh mizuno no, no. I thought okay. she's she's a fine, a, a fine character. A good, a I think good, I think all the characters yeah. in the show are absolutely fine. Okay, 
I don't think there's a bad character in the show. Like, poorly done character, I should say. Uh, Not that that is, like, an important character. No. Like, a character that you would care about, including the villain. The villain is annoying and evil, but he is not badly written. Correct. All right, then. Let's move on to the plot breakdown. Uh, so, as we said, this story, this series literally opens up with uh, Wako and uh, Sugata moving, walking along the beach, and they see unconscious Takto. She smells another oh, yeah. man. She smells, she smells him, that's right. Her nose doesn't lie. Uh, and so she runs over and gives him CPR to revive him, and they effectively... He wakes up in Sugata's house. They have breakfast and then they go to school. And they have their first day of school. Um, after that first day of school, I forgot what drove Takto to. Uh, oh, yeah. Somebody said there's this uh, abandoned place that nobody's allowed to go into. So he decided to go. Over yeah. So there. he decided, I'm going to go in there. Uh, and at that time. Uh, the filament crew uh, were kidnapping Wako because they were going to break her seal so they could take their mechs outside of zero time. Yeah. Joji was the uh, boxer. Joji? Okay. Because yeah. Joji was always in his room. Uh, so um, he, catch- he catches them going in uh, and he gets punked out by the boxer. I don't know why I didn't really take it me to realize that it took the entire show series for them to finally break that seal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's the whole reason why the final moment of the final episode was... is so climactic. Yeah, it yeah. was such a... And it was literally... He... Uh, Takto talks about it, like, later when it's established. Like, I will... He was going to end up breaking her seal, but his plan was to break the... And, his, and he... His plan is to break the seal once I've destroyed all the Psy bodies, which became impossible. But (laughs) but he still broke her seal when it was, I break your seal, and that when nothing, when the threat of, or when there's no reason for you to have the seal anymore. Yep. And it was really, really well done, and it was really good foreshadowing. But I I jumped ahead a little. Ah, that's fine. A little? A little. An entire series. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just like clicked in my head. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Tokto gets knocked out. They're getting her ready. Uh, they summon Alfest in their cool in the mecha buyer because they have. That's how they can pilot the mechs. Yeah, the electric this beer. Yeah, the electric beer. There it is. That's the only way that they can pilot the psi bodies at this point. So silly. Um, and uh. They're getting ready to break her seal, and then Takto just runs out into the thing, yells, uh, yells his uh, henshin-esque yelling, which is apri voice. It's really hard to say because it's not a real word. <laughs> it's, is it not? No. It is not. Oh, okay. It is not. I've, I've tried looking it up when it was airing. It is not a real word. It is like apri voice, and then he shines, his chest shines, and he pops up into a giant robot and we get the effective breakdown of the episodic episodes which is uh 
Tocto meets a person. Yep. Uh, that person and Tocto have a scuffle out in the real world, and then Tocto ends up, and then that person gets in the in the robot and fights Tocto. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, while while this is all happening, uh, Tocto's dad, who is named Head and is the effective leader, head of the organization, yeah, um, is being told a bedtime story by the North Maiden, which is uh, also a good bit of foreshadowing because that story mirrors kind of his life, the the dad's life. Yep. Where it's about a person. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't. <laughs> that one didn't click with me. I mean. Yeah. They wrote the series exceptionally well. Oh, yeah. Like the. I'm going to jump forward again. But the play. Which mm. is. Oh, the play's so good. The play, the play which is, is fantastic. Which is effectively. Here's all your answers to every question you have about where these side bodies came from. And what's going on with these. And what the story is. Also, apparently, this character's an alien. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, these two characters were aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Which is why they know so much. Oh, man, that laugh. That laugh is amazing. Oh, I love, yeah. I love when they use that laugh. Uh, so, we, uh, we are going to rewind b- time back. So, we have this episodic structure going on. Uh... When uh, the story finally ends for Sunat, for Takto's dad, uh, for him being told that story and everything, uh, we uh, the North Maiden leaves to go leaves the island, and we get our first moment of this is how you know who where where who the four maidens are because we have all four of them in a bus going when she's leaving, and you have Kate, you have. Uh, Wako, you have Mizuno, and this is the first time we see Mizuno. It is the first time we see Mizuno. And we have the North Maiden, and they're all sitting in their, in, at the very start, they are all sitting effectively in their four cardinal directions. And then Wako goes over and sits next to the North Maiden and talks to her. Um, and it's, it's just like, there's all these foreshadowing that I love, because it proves that they knew what they were planning to do from episode 1 to episode 26 and they so they just kept throwing the little sprinkles of hints throughout the series as to what was going on yep um so uh we have her leave and that starts the Mizuno arc where Mizuno uh runs into Takto in the bathroom because she wants to save this uh baby crow well, she wants to talk to the crow family. Yeah, yeah. And then she freaks out because the baby crow has fallen out of the nest. Yeah. So Takato saves the baby which, crow. Which she is in the men's bathroom yeah. to go. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so this is where we start the second arc where Head is missing because he's being listful and wanting to do painting. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't know that he wants to actually continue with the plan he has. Yep. Uh, so we have uh, we have him filled in by a new character named Manticore, who looks very similar to the twin sister of Mizuno. Is it because she is the twin sister is of Mizuno? The, yeah. It, it, it's Aha. the it's the, <laughs> stupid, it's the stupidest part, right? So there's a moment where there's a moment where there's a character who puts on the mask for one episode. 
and he is standing there in this gaudy suit with a mask. This is the very last episode with Sugata, right? And they're like, yeah, Sugata wouldn't do that. And then they're like, oh, really? And then they look down and Sugata just takes off the mask. And it's like, you could have told that was... <laughs> How oh, did Matt, you not... You don't know until the mask comes off. <laughs> How did you not know that was Sugata? He has the hair. He has the book. <laughs> Matt, you don't. You never he know. He has the abs. He has the abs and the style. It's like, and some of the characters were like, oh, "I see. I figured out that you were this character." It's like, <laughs> the mask doesn't obscure ninety percent of their character traits. No, Matt. It's a magical mask. <laughs> it renders you a grayless blob to everyone else. <laughs> oh, I loved every time they were like, "I found. I figured out who you are," and it's like. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they all know who he was? Oh, yeah, because he never wore a mask. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> but uh, Was it during the first arc or the second arc that they forced him to... Apravo's... To, tr- to use his power. Uh oh, that was in this. That was in the second. Or that was in the second arc. Um, that was Scarlet Kiss. Uh, uh oh no, that was in the first arc because Scarlet Kiss gets two fights. The first fight isn't a fight with her; it's a fight with Sugata. Yep. <laughs> and then she gets to be the first one to bring back their uh, mech for a second mm-hmm. fight, where she actually fights. But because of training with Sugata, he was Takto was able to beat her again. Because of training with her, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Because she she busts into the training with Sakata. You're good. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, because she busts into the training with Sugata, with Sugata training Takato, uh, and Sugata makes her fight Takato. She yep. does kicks his butt. Yeah, she does her her secret special move, and then that that secret special move isn't a uh, not so, so secret, secret anymore. or special yeah, anymore. Ain't, ain't gonna catch him a second time. Um, so we move through that, uh, and we get I think my favorite ep- one of my favorite episodes of this entire series, which is Mizuno trying to leave the island because she starts oh having the mental. That er, episode is heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. So. First, her her twin, who is not really a twin, it's a it's a person that she made when she first appre voiced. Um, Forgot that detail. Jeez. Yeah, uh, she starts freaking out because her because her sister disappeared, and she starts trying to leave the island. And every time she gets on the boat, the boat starts moving, and then she just hears in the behind her the alarm clock and she turns around and she's waking up in bed that's so frustrating it is it is a scary moment oh and the the actress plays it so well yeah with like tremble in her voice and but like because she does it five or six we see it happen five or six times they make it seem like she goes full-on groundhog day and lives through this Time dozens time of time. times yeah, yeah. at least trying to figure out before wh- she breaks down yeah and uh she finally and she gets to have a conversation with wako and wako's like hey 
uh, if you when you're you're a, you're a shrine maiden, uh, you don't really have to do all the stuff that I do. But when you next have a uh, problem, you can come to me and my grandma, and we'll help you out. Um, and then, like almost immediately, she gets captured by, uh, or she gets pulled aside by uh, Kate. Kate and Kate's like, "Hey, I can get you to leave the island." And then she gets knocked <laughs> unconscious. Yeah, and then she gets uh, knocked unconscious, and then uh, her seal gets broken by head. Ta-da! And we get the fir- and we get the first fight of Takto versus his dad. Oh yeah, where Takto mm-hmm. gets his uh, mech upgrade, which is just like a fancier for <laughs> a fancier mask and fancy and like longer funnels. Yeah, it's also redder. Yeah, it's also a little bit redder. Um, and he beats his dad up. Always a good, always a good moment when you can beat up the evil dad. Yep. Oh, it feels good. No it matter, certainly is a no common writer, isn't it? What? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> it is this and Common Rider and everything else that takes from Tokusatsu likes to do all the normal tropes. Uh, so we uh, we have now defeat. We have now unlocked the ability for all of the people with tr- uh, all the Kiriboshi with true uh, emblems emblems to be able to. Do what Takto does, where he gets inside the mech instead of piloting Using... by a remote control. Yeah. As such, Head decides to destroy all the remote controls. Yep. Because fuck all you people that can't that can't just do the cool thing. Also, it now narrows our uh, amount of characters that can actually pilot down to like six. As opposed to being like Eight? 20. <laughs> Eight? Uh, it's like six or eight. It's the three that tri- that triple team talked down near the end. Yep. The two girls, head, yeah, eight. Yeah. Head and uh, banker. Yeah. So uh, we now go from okay, we're gonna have new. We, we we went from having new suits per episode to all right. Here's this person again. Here's this person again. With, like, slight upgrades. Which I thought was really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at this point is also the point where plot is moving forward. Where we get, like, uh, where plot, we're starting... Plot is aggressively moving yeah. forward. Where we're yeah. starting to have, like, Kate being... Kate doing her stuff because she's one of the last two Shrine Maidens. Um, they finally reveal that she's one of the Shrine Maidens. Kate is Ivron. Yeah. Uh, and that she has feelings for... Sugata. Yeah, that's like way at the end of the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's effectively where we are now. Yeah. Um, and we are... And we get to see... Um, we get to see the backstory as to Takto's dad and Takto's mom. Which Takto's dad's yeah. an <laughs> asshole and is fucked yeah, he is. in the head. <laughs> but, that, but that's why he didn't get to su- succeed his... The, the what that's why Takto's dad didn't get the emblem the start to the uh yeah the galactic pretty boy yeah he didn't he didn't get the Tao emblem he was disowned by their by uh, Takto's grandfather which is why he ha- which is why he writes the R and wants that to be his name and that's why he goes by the separate name at the end 
we get the moment where Tocto meets his dad in person and decks him one, which felt fucking great. <laughs> oh my god, that was great. It's the like se- Takuto is already having a bad day. Second best punch in that series. The first the, best punch is when it goes the, black the, and the right. Final, the is final the punch. final punch yeah. against his dad. <laughs> Fair. It's the same moment. It's the same thing with Gurren Logan, where the best punch in the in the entire anime is when the it's screen goes black, black and, and white, white. Yep. and you get to see Simone punching. <laughs> uh, I think that one, yeah, the black and white punch was uh, Simone punching Roshi, right? Yes. Yeah. I love that. Oh, that felt so good. <laughs> this is why I didn't pick Gurren Logan. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have shut up about it. <laughs> um. So we move. Uh, we get to have our play that had been set that they had been setting up for a while. Yep. Which the play is written by the president, who is an alien, and is effectively telling us the entire backstory of the psi bodies, where, uh, it's not. It's not like 100% telling you, it's telling you via metaphor. And it was really funny because you don't start, you don't really figure out what it's doing until you, like it flashes a couple times and you're like, oh, they're just metaphoring for like Samek and what's going on now. And then you have uh, the witch when she's, when she's being betrayed saying Ayn, A-Y-I-N, and it starts, it flashes to when Samek's killing Ayn Goat, the evil Ayn one. Yeah, Yeah. Ayn Goat. The one with the eyes, which is what the witch had. Mm-hmm. And that's where you start to go, oh, we're actually just actually straight up story. telling us exactly what we need to know. Which is really cool. It's a really cool way of doing our exposition episode that we need to have because we're running out of episodes. and We're running out of episodes and mm-hmm. I need answers, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I still don't know what the fuck these robots are and why they exist. So... And then the relation to the fish planet, yeah, mm-hmm. which is cool because that's uh that that ties into the, the original story, the original the North Maiden. yeah, about the about Sam the Squid Slayer. It all comes full circle. I I like uh, I like all the I like how they do foreshadowing and metaphor for telling you st- stuff without actually telling you stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's really cool. There was one question that they didn't answer. Which was? Why is the president of the drama club an alien? She's, uh, the, she is, so the, I believe the assumption is she is of the race that created, that. They created the side bodies? Yeah, created the side bodies. That's why she know, or not created, but brought the side bodies to earth. That's why she knows, uh, the, what, the story of how Samek became became samic because hmm. i think the uh implication of that play is that the psi bodies were actually people and then uh and that entire play is the samic being sealed away yep and and uh Tocto's character is effectively tauburn tauburn which is cool so nice it's a cool it's a cool way to do exposition without just having a character talk to you for <laughs> Yeah. And then after all that, play, play is beautifully done. Sagato falls into another coma. <laughs> yeah. Sugata immediately into more comas. Uh but this uh, time he gets awoken by uh 
Kate. 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 Turns out he's been falling into comas basically after every zero time. Yep. And Kate, Yvonne, leader of whichever branch of the Kiriboshi. Uh, she was the science, or not science. Yeah, I can't that was Dr. Green, which yeah. was the uh, nurse who had the hots for all the teenage boys. <laughs> the, the nurse that, <sighs> that, oh, that only wanted to date cute young boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then she got a boyfriend that was a cute young boy. <laughs> Immediately took out the threat. Yep. <laughs> Just... but yeah, she'd been waking him up co- constantly. Yeah. Yeah. She Every time he was in a coma... He was in a he was in a coma post zero time every time, and she would use her shrine maiden powers to wake him up because that's apparently what her shrine maiden power is is to wake up the that's king's what, emblem. That's not what her shrine power is. In the flashback, she literally she revived him, him from yeah. the dead. So what she's effectively doing is he was supposed to be dead, so she's constantly reviving him from the dead. Yep. Ah. Because she loves him. Rob. Yeah. Power of love. Power, power of, love. of love makes you do crazy things. Uh, so she, uh, she and Sugata have a mo- have a moment where they talk to each other, and yep. Sugata decides to finally become the villain. Yeah, the, the- <laughs> he finally decides to to turn a uh, face heel again. Yeah, and but this time, this time, this time he's really the villain. Matt. He's really the villain because he gets that dope ass cape that oh, shows man. off his abs and he gets the fucking crown, the crown and everything <laughs> and the mask it's that he the does mask it. crown it's a crown that is a mask yeah he's truly dope. he's truly the villain this time <laughs> he's, he's emperor he's an over-designed villain and it's like yes that is fucking cool we only get it for two episodes <laughs> oh yeah that was the other big thing <laughs> uh so they effectively just kick head out and head's like oh man i'm not I get to get my second. Uh, I get to get my new emblem from my friend that's been in a coma for like all of uh, yeah since since I was in high school. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then we get into our, our our climax, Matt. Yeah. Which is uh, all intentions. Which is we break the East Maiden seal, and Samic comes up, and Sugata gets in Samic. And then dad goes, that's mine. Yep. There's a reason I chose this one. And we're like, what do you mean? He He's goes, like, I can control their side bodies. Yeah, I can apprefo- this This, this side body can... Apprevoses other side bodies. Wait, what? Everyone's like, hmm, we've been duped. We've, we've been, been had. We've been bamboozled. Also, when Samic is released on Earth, it just sucks in all life force. And I get to control time. So so you get to relive the same moments again again? Yes. Yes. So, so you're going to be a prisoner to time, but I get to control time. Yeah, but I get to live my best years always. Oh, okay, bud. No one ever said Head was a no, sane. Head is not sane. Yeah, that is an absolutely insane, unrational way to think of, of what is going to happen. Like, the entire backstory, which is not told from his perspective, it's told by uh, his, his second the, in commands... Yeah is i this man was insane <laughs> like everything he is doing is just showing a person that does that is a sociopath he doesn't think or he doesn't relate to other people he doesn't think other people yeah. 
And the fact that, like, there's the moment where he's like, oh, yeah, whatever did happen to the girl that I liked? Or that girl, that one girl, which is Takto's mom. And, he, and he's like, oh, I guess I'll figure it out later. It's like, that's massive because you had a relationship with her that you had ended an affair up with her. Yeah. Yep. That, that ended up with a kid. And you're just like, I wonder whatever happened to her. I'll yeah, figure whatever. it out later. Head's a dick. Yeah. Yep. Easily. He's written to be a dick. He's written for you to hate him because he's the villain. And then we get our pre pre end fight, which is oh, by the way, the king mech can animate all the other mechs. Yeah. Can re yeah. can reanimate re all the mechs that have lost their uh emblems. Yep. To which everybody to which uh plot goes all the good guys that all are all the drivers that aren't assholes are like Oh. Oh well, I can just hey look my my emblems here. I, I In, can, but that's that's my that's, that's my side body. I I miss it. They yeah they I'm all connected to it. Yeah, that is me. And through the power of I'm assuming love and connection, they they gain to French no not friendship. <laughs> At this point, the power of libido. Yeah, yes, power there of we libido. go. <laughs> their libido was strong enough that they, they got get to re reawaken their their, their side bodies effectively. Yeah. And they all get to get in their side bodies. They all get to just destroy the shitty ones that a, nobody likes. <laughs> we get a dope brawl with like thirty mechs on the field. Yeah. Oh it, yeah. I mean, it, this is the biggest fight scene of the entire show, right? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. at this point, the only the only one that was bigger was uh, the one where he was fighting all the water clones. Yep. And that was just a tedious fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was just the wait till Sugata call, calls down the Hammer of Dawn. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we we get through that uh, that fight, and then they're all like, "All right, everybody, rush Samic!" And then Samic go, and then heads like Hammer Hammer of Dawn, Hammer Dawn. <laughs> right here. Like ah yes, of course. Ah, how could we how could we not have seen this coming? <laughs> and then Takta is like, "All right, main character time." Yeah, through it. <laughs> Introduce plot armor. Introduce plot armor. I gotta punch my dad real quick. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, goes through the king's pillar into the uh, up to uh, dad up to dad and just goes punch in like the most gratifying oh, <laughs> punch you can see. Feel it too. <laughs> the flashing back and forth between mech and yeah. people and, and the broken the, face mask. Like yeah, you could feel that it punch. Was so good beautiful and uh it he breaks his he breaks his dad's mask so everything's saved samek's not gonna destroy everything and samek starts sinking down well we finally realized that our face turn heel was really a yet again surprise a face turn face yeah our 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 Sugata yet again was no i'm not has decided to sacrifice himself yeah i if i sacrifice myself then this the big scary muck gets sealed away forever. Nobody can have him because it's through my direct bloodline that you can pilot this thing. And also, my friends can get together and be happy. Yeah. Yep. As long as as long as all my friends can be happy, except for apparently Kate. Yes, everyone <laughs> but Kate. Kate was already happy. I she get... already got her eternity. That's true. So uh, as he's sinking down. Uh, Takto looks over to Wako's mech and goes, I gotta do it. <laughs> and Wako goes, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got to do it finally. Stabs her. Breaks slices his, in half. Yeah, I get yeah, slices her in half, breaks oh, the man. seal. And we get the we get the final fight of going into space finally. <laughs> Every match we went into space. I was like I was thinking, you know what, Matt? Maybe this mech series wouldn't get to space. Nope, every mech series goes <laughs> to space. Maybe. Maybe. Every mech series gets into space at some point. What made you think this wasn't going to go to space? Rob, we were all the way up to the last episode. Yeah. That doesn't stop anything. <laughs> it means time for space. Henry, you, Henry, what happened in the last episode of Kill a Kill? We went to space. <laughs> but this isn't Kill a Kill, Matt. Henry, it, Kill a Kill is effectively a mecha anime without giant robots. I'm aware. This isn't Kill a Kill, Matt. <laughs> so. No this, no, this is Star Driver. You're correct. Yes. A mecha anime. Yes. With star in the title. Listen. <laughs> what, what made you think we weren't going to end up in space at some point? One of I the had, characters is an alien. I had hopes. <laughs> Henry, Henry, they multiple times talked about moving between planets. I had hopes. Okay. <laughs> the entire Fish Planet storylines were about leaving the planet. I had hopes. <laughs> and they were crushed. In an amazing... Spectacularly. In, in, yeah, spectacularly crushed. Oh, man, this fight scene was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Space lasers. Yeah. Beautiful Gundam space lasers. Yeah. Explosions in space. God, everything I hate about giant <laughs> space battles. But it looks amazing. It does. It looks so good. And he gets a to the giant me- mech punching through another giant mech, an even gianter mech. Yep. Yeah. And we and we that's save. Not, that's not how materials work. Yeah. We save. We save Sugata, and we go. All right. That's it. Metal metal bubbling. Yeah. That's not how materials work. We we can now we, we save Sugata, we can now go back to Earth, and that's the end of it. Yep, done. Uh there was a movie made. There was. Oh. I did not watch it. You can't watch it on any legal streaming platform. Aha. Uh the movie is effectively the entire series put down into a movie. Oh okay. But the very beginning shows what happened after the series, which people can actually have cybodies in real life now. And so they're fighting other Cybodies, and like Takto, Wako, Sugata all have actual, like, or Takto's still piling Tileburn, but yeah. like Wako now has her own Cybody that mm-hmm. isn't a Miko Cybody, and it's really cool. Hmm. It's a really cool, like, 10, 30, 10 to 30 minute, or 10 to 20 minute uh, sec- section, which is just watching cool fights happen. That's and then they cool. go. Now I want. I bet you're wondering how we got here. <laughs> I am actually. Tell me more. <laughs> and then it gives you the entire series recap. I've watched the movie. That's why I'm telling you how the movie goes. But yeah. No, Matt's a pirate. I mean, I am a pirate. I was a pirate long ago. <laughs> in the long, long age. In the long, long years of Matt was in high school watching anime, and the and there was only two ways to watch anime. Being a pirate, or having parents that would pay for Crunchyroll. Yeah, it's way better now. <laughs> yeah, now I pay for Crunchyroll. <laughs> All right, and so let's talk about music. And music is actually a major theme in this. Yeah, because Absolutely not not only do we have two openings and two endings, which 
By the way, the Both most amazing. The most dis- yes, but the most disappointing part about going to the second opening is we lost that first opening. I know. <laughs> right? So dynamically cool. That first opening is gorgeous. Uh, I also was disappointed about losing the like I I like the song for the second ending better. Oh yeah. yeah. But I liked the uh the animation. Oh, the- the details and what was going on in the yeah, second you ending. Watching the the three best friends being being pals and just chilling around. Yeah. With the added detail of the shrine maiden being on the side of the bus. Yep. The current shrine maiden being on the side of the bus. Yep. yep. It was really good. And then uh, we got. Uh, then we have each of the uh, four shrine maidens have their own song, which they sing, which we talked about. Yep. But we have, but they all kind of sing a different type of song. So like that's pretty uh, good. So the North Maiden sings like an operatic song. Yep. Then you have the uh, West Maiden who sings kind of a bubbly, happy song. Then you have Wako who sings a more traditional like. It's straight up like an anime opening song. Yeah, an anime opening song, and then you have the super poppy song that's sung by the <laughs> that's sung by Kate. So you have all four of those like very different. different song types for each of the different characters which kind of also goes into their characters a little bit which is great um but yeah and then the second opening is fantastic i I can't i i just can't i don't it's such a (laughs) it's such a good opening but like when you the first one was so good (laughs) (laughs) i'm so glad everybody agreed with me because i was sitting here like if they don't agree with me on that first opening being good, I might have to, like, <laughs> get really loud, and that's going to be really bad. When aren't you really loud? I'm not that... I've not been that loud <laughs> today. Little does Matt know. I can hear myself. <laughs> Welcome to our world. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and then animation in this A+. Plus. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, no. Super the good. animation of this is amazing. Yep. Super great. All right. So, I guess that's all we can talk about for this series. Well, I have one thing to, oh. to, to, to bring up. Okay. And that is the, the love triangle. Yeah. Which is which is different because when you think of a love triangle, it's mostly like the two bottom people fighting for the front one. Yeah. But they kind of inverted this one. She was kind of torn between which path to go. And I feel like both of them were both just like waiting for her to choose. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was, and that's what uh, it came down to when Kate had her moment of, "Ha, I." This is what happens when you can choose when you know what you want to choose, and she has the internal monologue of, "Kate, you're right. That is what happens. But what if you're in love with two different people and you can't, and, and you love them both equally?" Yep. Yeah. I thought it was just a nice inversion on the, the yeah. typical formula. It is. It's really cool. Like, there's a lot of cool things about this series, and it's a really nice different show and this is now the first official real mecha anime that we've gotten to do we've done kind of mecha with bubblegum crisis and kind of mecha with uh baka uh bakametsu angel yes yeah but like this is the first one that is a mecha anime and mecha is the primary point there's one other kind of confusing thing Okay. Mizuno and her twin sister. Yeah. The illusion. Yeah. They basically got to pilot two different side bodies. 
Yes, because Eingott actually doesn't have a pilot because the pilot was killed when I by Samek. So uh, I th- they don't actually explain to explain how that works, and it's fine. It's one of those like hand wavy moments. You can assume that Eingott would accept anybody as the pilot. Mm. You could also assume that maybe because the shri- because that was an emblem that was missing. Um, the shrine maiden. The shrine maiden. The shrine maiden could give, or she. It might have been Mizuno's thing. Was she could give the sh- the the thing, or it might have just been in their bloodline too, because we don't know. Who, they they didn't know their father. Yeah, true. So their so their mother's side of the family might have been the shrine maiden side, and their father's side might have been the Eingott side. True. It was, it was since her sister doesn't exactly exist it was basically Mizuno was able to pilot two different side bodies well that's why it's like maybe it was when she created Mizuno she had the two crests but she put she put the other crest on the other person that that could be it we don't know again it's it's one of those things where because they don't directly tell us everything yeah it has to be inferred how some stuff happens Anyways, so where do we want to rank this, gentlemen? What's everybody thinking? Rob. A. Oh, Henry, Henry decided <laughs> first. Uh, Henry says A, Rob? A. Okay, A as well. It is not an S. There, there are four mecha animes I will ever give S until a new one breaks that standard. And I can't, and three of those ones are over 50, epi- or 50 episodes, so they can't be on this podcast. <laughs> Gundam, Gundam, Gundam. No. <laughs> One of them is a Gundam. Eventually we're Walker yeah. and Logan. Eventually. Eventually. And the entire episode will just be Matt spewing. I've watched it 12 times. <laughs> no, that's the one we actually just kick Matt off the episode. That's fine. Do it. We start the episode and then we just kick Matt. Yeah. <laughs> you... I will sit out of that episode if you want to have the episode of me sitting over there on that couch just yelling at you. It's just Matt in the background yeah. yelling. Yelling all the cool just facts. Just ignoring him. Yeah, cool, yelling all the As cool facts. As we shit talk Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I doubt that highly. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's 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 get this new one out of the way. Let's see what... the Let's see what this uh, random list what, generator what is, wants what is, me what to What's the randomizer got for us today, Matt? Randomizer says, oh, Jesus, this is all Japanese words. Uh, <laughs> Showa, Genroku, Raku. Oh, Raku. Oh, man, this is Rakugo. I haven't gotten to see this, and this is one that I've been told is super good. Hold on. Uh, well, someone's called, excited. Yeah. It is called Showa, Genroku, Rakugo, Shinju. And where can we find it? Uh, we can find it on... Do, 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 do. I have to open I was going to type it in my phone and then Matt started saying words and I was like, no, I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rock. Uh, you can find it on Crunchyroll and Verve. So it's just a Crunchyroll. So I think it only has Japanese. It's a lot of talking. <laughs> uh, uh, How many episodes? Uh, it, Let me double check to make sure this doesn't have a second season that's being counted as something else by... Uh, uh, Mal, real quick. Uh, oh, wait. Wait a minute. No, that's an OVA. It okay. has two seasons. Uh, one thirteen and one twelve. All right. It's another twenty-five episodes. Yeah. Cool. 
Henry, do you have it pulled up to read the synopsis? Nope. Or? Okay. <laughs> this is going to be me fumbling through a lot of words, it looks like. Okay. Yotaro uh, is a former Yakuza member fresh out of prison and fixated on just one thing. Rather than just return to life or return to a life of crime, the young man aspires to take to take the stage of Rakugo, the traditional Japanese form of comedic storytelling. Inspired by his uh by his in, uh, inspired during his incar- incarceration by the performance of a distinguished practitioner, Yakumo Yurakute, <laughs> he sets his he sets his mind to meeting the man who changed his life. After hearing uh, Yotaro's dis, uh, desperate appeal f- for his mentorship, Yakumo uh, is left with no other choice but to accept his ve- his very first apprentice. As he eagerly begins training, Yotaro meets Konatsu, an abrasive young woman who has been under Yakumo's care ever since her beloved father, Sukuro Yurakute, uh, another prolific prolific uh, Rakugo performer passed away. Although her hidden passion, uh, Yotaro is, or through her hidden passion, Yotaro is drawn to Tsukeroku's unique style of Rakugo, despite learning uh, learning under contrasting techniques. Upon seeing his old memories and feeling uh, and feelings return to, to Yakumo, who, re- who reminisces uh, about a much earlier time when he made a promise of his great to his great rival. Uh, this is a story set in uh, that set both uh, set in both the past and present, depicting the art of Rakugo, the relationships it creates, and the lives and hearts of those dedicated to keeping the unique form of storytelling alive. Ooh, interesting. I have literally heard nothing but great things about this anime. Sweet. It is also just. A lot of the cool scenes are watching people sitting down and talking. That sounds like it's right up your alley. It is super up my alley. Is, like I so like I heard about this thing and it just kept being something that I heard uh, anime YouTubers talk about and all that stuff. And I was just like, I'll give it, I'll give it that, uh, I'll give it a shot at some point. And it's like here we are. This is from Winter Twenty Sixteen. This is super, super recent. It's not the most recent. We still had the one that w- that literally had finished up right after that we had right rolled before it. we started. <laughs> yeah, right before we started. Right before we rolled it. But uh, so that is uh the next one we have. That's super cool. I need to post this in the ch- in our uh, group chat so Rob knows or Robert knows. I mean. And so that Rob knows, I guess. That's also a fair point. Yes. Otherwise, we're going to get to next Sunday, and I'm going to be like, Matt, what's this show? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I do every time. Yeah. How many episodes so, was it? Uh, 25. 25. Okay. All right. Uh, so, Rob, where can we find you? I am on Twitter at Bora Mortal, or you can listen to me on the Major Spoilers Critical Hit Role Playing Podcast. Okay. And Henry? Uh, I run our Twitter page. And I post on our Facebook page. Okay. That does things. And our Twitter is? At NRD Works. Oh. At Works NRD. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you I can get that backwards. you can find me on at Anime NRD. Still need to actually do things with that Twitter at some point. Ta-da. 
Uh, and we will hopefully not have too many delays. This is actually, this next episode is being, we're giving ourselves an extra week because we would holidays. be recording this uh, next episode on uh, Thanksgiving. Because holidays. Yeah. <laughs> so. Maybe I'll make my nephew watch this with me. Ooh. Spicy. This may be a little bit adult. Okay. <laughs> nah. Okay. Uh, so that is it for 26 and under. This has been Matt. And Henry. And Rob. Signing off. Later.